This program was recorded at Sunbear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Hey, Shark fans, it's Melinda with another episode of Heard It on the Shark. And today in Sunbear Studio, I have with me Director Clark Ritchie. Now, I don't know if any of you remember, but a couple of years ago, I interviewed Clark just as he was beginning to film a movie that was going to be called Mysterious Circumstance, The Death of Meriwether Lewis. They were just at the very beginning. Now the movie has come out, and it has met with great accolades. He's gotten several awards and it is going to be on several screens in the upcoming weeks and he's come into the studio to talk about that. So Clark, I know you're a busy man right now. Thank you for taking time for me. Oh, thanks for having me. We're really excited about the movie coming out and we're glad to talk about it to anyone who will listen. You said when you came in low that long two years ago that you were going to win an Academy Award for this movie. That is correct. That was my prediction. I've not given up hope yet. We're in 16 theaters in six states starting on September the 8th and 9th, so there's still a chance. We love the movie. Give our listeners just an idea of how hard it is to reach the pinnacle you're at now to be in 16 theaters in several states. How hard was that to get that far? Well, for an independent film, that's very difficult because studios control the the movie theaters and the film bookers control what movies go into each theater chain, and they don't usually buck that trend. So to get in six states already, and four of those are chains, movie chains that could, for instance, the Malco Theater based out of Memphis has 36 theaters in six states. Well, they're showing our film in two of their theaters So if the film does well in Collierville and Cordova, Tennessee, then in week two, it can expand to other theaters across their chain. The same is true for about four of the the companies that we're working with on the movie. So we've got great hopes for the success of the movie. The most exciting part to me is that it's going to be right here and all of our Shark fans can go and see this movie. It is so exciting to get to see this movie because we have a local director, we have local actors mixed in with famous actors, we have all of the filming happening right here in Tishomingo County. And now you can go see it on the big screen in New Albany at the Magnolia Civic Center, and you can go to the Corinth Coliseum. Both auditoriums are so beautiful just to go to, and to see this awesome movie is going to be fantastic. So tell everybody when they can go. Well, the movie opens on Friday, September the 9th in both Corinth and New Albany, and we're ecstatic that both of those two organizations have agreed to uh, screen the film and participate with us in this national opening weekend. So each one of them has an evening showing on Friday, uh, September 9th at around the 7 o'clock hour. One may be 7.30, one may be 7, but they both have a 7 o'clock showing on Friday night. In Corinth on Saturday, there's a 2 o'clock showing, and that's a Q&A session. So uh, I'll be there, and some of the actors will be in Corinth at 2 o'clock on Saturday at 9.10. That's uh, September 10th. And then later that night, we'll be back in New Albany for a red carpet event that starts here in New Albany at the Civic Center, Sine Theater there. And that the red carpet activities, meet and greet and so forth, will start about 5.30, and then the screening there will be at 7 p.m. And then both theaters have a matinee on Sunday. Okay, I got to tell you, Clark, I bought my tickets yesterday, and I did buy them for New Albany for the red carpet event because, I mean, go big or go home, right? I'll see you there. We'll be there. Uh, Amy Gousset, who plays the lead, 
actress in the film. She'll be there uh, that night. Marcus Dupree, who is the subject of the Willie Morris book, The Courting of Marcus Dupree, and also ESPN 30 for 30 special, The Greatest That Never Was. Many people know Marcus Dupree, a great football player from years ago, and he'll be there. He was one of the actors in our film. Uh, I think in New Albany, also Lance Nichols, who's a New Orleans actor, plays one of the key roles in our movie. He's going to come up. Uh, he and his wife, as artist, will be there. Also, in our film, I tried to do as many difficult things as you could possibly do as a first-time filmmaker. And so I included a dog, horses, and chickens, and children. And so they're all involved in this movie. And I would say to first-time filmmakers, you probably should avoid any of those. But frankly, it worked out. And our dog trainer, Kim Crenshaw from Birmingham, and her dog, Rex, they're going to be in New Albany Saturday night. And if when you see the movie, you will see what an important character that Rex played. He played Meriwether Lewis's dog, Seaman, who actually accompanied Meriwether Lewis all the way across the country on the Lewis and Clark expedition and all the way back to St. Louis. He stayed with him his entire life. So Rex is a very important character in the movie. And he'll be in New Albany, too. Oh, awesome. The dog. Oh, that's fantastic. So have you named everybody that has national name recognition who was associated with this movie yet? Not yet. John Schneider, who was Bo Duke on Dukes of Hazard, he's our headline star. He's the biggest name we had in the project, and he plays a, a, a... Every role in the film is very important. It's a small cast. It's 11 people in the primary cast. So they're all very important, and they all performed masterfully in the movie. But John's our biggest name. And then playing the title character, Meriwether Lewis, is Evan Williams. He was on Versailles for uh, five years and has a lot of credits. He's been the lead actor in several movies that are on Netflix and so forth. So Evan's a great actor. Sonny Marinelli came in from L.A. He was on Entourage in Vegas, and Sonny is great actor. Two New Orleans actors, I mentioned Lance Nichols, but also Billy Slaughter from New Orleans came came up and participated. And all these folks were right there in the middle of Tishomingo County with us. I had John Schneider in the Belmont Hotel, Natalie Coker's Belmont Hotel over there, historic hotel. John came in, he tried on his buckskins and everything right there in the hotel lobby. How did they like Mississippi? Well, I mean, the New Orleans, John's from Louisiana too, and so all the, obviously all of the Louisiana folks and the Mississippi folks, they're very familiar with it. L.A. folks, they had a good time. Uh, Sonny Marinelli came over and Marcus Dupree came over from L.A. and Marcus Dupree gave him the nickname Neckbone and had him eating neck bones at the Holiday Inn in Tupelo. So, I don't know, they enjoyed a little bit of Mississippi culture while they were here. Clark, you can't live in Mississippi without somebody giving you a nickname. <laughs> That's the truth. And so, uh, Sonny picked one up. Was it difficult for you to, as a local director, to pick up all these nationally known people and direct them? I would have to answer that, yes, it was difficult. I'm a pretty confident person. I've done a lot of things in my life. I'm a registered professional engineer in Mississippi and got an engineering and manufacturing company, so I've managed people before, and that was really critical in being able to administer this project as a leader of the group. So in that sense, it I had a little bit of a leg up being a business person for so many years, but it's pretty daunting when you get out there in the middle of nowhere and you literally have Bo Duke on a horse riding full speed, you know, up towards a cabin in the middle of Tishomingo County. You got no power. You got dogs on the yard and you got chickens in the yard. And I'm trying to get Bo Duke to ride his horse. And, you know, he knows he looks cool on film. And so 
he's riding breakneck speed. And I'm thinking, gosh, I hope he doesn't fall off that horse, you know, because this thing's going to derail if he does. But so there were a lot of considerations that went into it, frankly. And it was pretty nerve wracking. But, you know, we got through it. And I'll say this, all of the people, almost to a person, we might have a couple of bad seeds in there, but almost to a person, they say that it was the best independent film experience that they've ever had. I'm not talking about necessarily the cast, although they say it too, but I'm talking about all the crew and everything. So, you know, we all ended up friends. And it's like a theater show, which you and I have been involved in before. If you end up the theater show and everybody's still friends at the end, it's a pretty successful theater show. Well, the same holds true for a movie production. I believe that's why I ask you, because you and I have worked together on so many different things, and you are such a consummate professional. But I would like to think that something would daunt you, but I guess not. Even Mo Duke. He did daunt me a few times. All right, Clark, before we run out of time, give us a synopsis of the movie. What are people going to see when they go? Well, the thing that intrigued me about this story and the thing that made me write this story and then make it as our first film was I've always been interested in the time period when Mississippi was the wild, wild west. And that's that early 1800s period. We had all the battles with the Native American tribes and we had shootouts at saloons and taverns in the middle of nowhere and outlaws uh, riding up and down the natural trace and other wilderness roads and it's a time period that really doesn't have a lot of information or attention in current media and stories and so forth but when I was a kid the stories of David Crockett and Daniel Boone they were televised and you know they were television shows and movies and that's the time period that I've always found very interesting and so that's what drew me to this Meriwether Lewis tale you had Andrew Jackson and Aaron Burr and Meriwether Lewis and James Audubon and all these national figures just riding up and down the Natchez Trace getting from Nashville Tennessee to New Orleans you know, and I've just always found that to be fascinating that all these national figures that everyone in America knows were right here in the middle of nowhere in Mississippi at that time period, and they all crossed paths, and really no stories are being told about that. So this is a story about that time period. Okay, Shark fans, no kidding. You cannot miss this movie. It is going to be in New Albany at the Magnolia Civic Center and Corinth Coliseum the same time, Friday the 9th, Saturday the 10th, and Sunday the 11th. Get your tickets online. CorinthColiseum.com and MagnoliaCivicCenter.com. You can get tickets there. Thank you. And they make it super easy, both places. Now, Clark, as people go to get their tickets, is this a family affair? Should should you take kids to see this? It is historical. Well, it's a historical film, but it's a narrative feature film that's written from an adult perspective. This is a movie made for adults. It's not intended for children. It's not yet rated. I would expect that it would be a PG-13. It does have some uh, adult situations and adult language. It's not pervasive, uh, but uh, I don't think it's made for children. I know that you have a million places to go. Where all are you going to be in the next few weeks? Oh, it's crazy. I love to come and speak to press people, so I'm doing some press in Jackson. But when the premieres start, I'm actually going to Baton Rouge on Thursday, Jackson on Friday, Corinth and New Albany on Saturday. Franklin, Tennessee on Sunday, 
Shelbyville, Tennessee on Monday, Athens, Tennessee on Tuesday, and I think I'm taking a day off on Wednesday, and then I'm coming to Meridian, Mississippi on Thursday, and that's week one. I am so glad to know that the person that is going to put Northeast Mississippi on the map for a great thing is a friend of mine. Clark, thank you so much for coming over to Sunbear to talk to us today. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Okay, Shark fans, that's it for this edition of Heard It on the Shark. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 to find out what's going on from local community leaders. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for an interview, or you want access to this interview, go to our website, shark1023.com, and click on the interview tab. Keep it tuned to the Shark, and have Have a great rest of the day.